0: And this podcast, is all about real talk and having some fun as we share incredible stories, tips, and tricks to help us get out of our own way and unapologetically make some moves. So girlfriends, let's do the damn thing. Girl, I'm so excited that you're here for today's episode because I really wanted to talk to you if you are in a season of anticipating something about to happen. Maybe it is you're waiting for a really fun big event, like a wedding or something like a trip that you're really excited about. Or maybe you're waiting to hear news about a job that you applied to or a promotion or a master's program. Or if your significant other is going to get a job in a different location, you're going to move to a new city or just kind of in that weird in-between stage where you're anticipating something that is really drastically going to impact your life, but you're not there yet. Because what I've noticed is we often default into two different camps when we're in this anticipation season. One is we get really excited. The other one is that we get really anxious. And let me just give you an example on this. So my best friend Jackie just got married last weekend. And you've probably heard me talk about Jackie on the podcast before. We've been best friends for 15 years. She does all of the behind the scenes for Empower Her with the podcast, with retreats, with the events. And I'm obsessed with her, obviously. Well, leading up to her wedding, it was really interesting because... I noticed we were getting so excited in anticipation for the wedding that the excitement before the wedding was almost as exciting as the wedding. The wedding was literally incredible. But because we were feeding off of each other, like, you're marrying your best friend. Your dress is perfect. The bridesmaids are so excited. You're going to have all your favorite people there. Like, this is going to be the best day ever. We were literally getting hyped, getting to feel some of the feelings of excitement before the actual event happened. And that was a very conscious choice because I know, especially because my husband Cena and I got married last year, I remember there was a lot of people leading up to the wedding, like anticipating the wedding coming up that were projecting their emotions onto me. Right, saying like, oh my gosh, you must be stressed. Are you anxious about this? Like, What if this doesn't go right leading up to the wedding? And I just opted out of that feeling altogether. I was like, I am not going to waste this season that I'll never get back feeling anxious about something coming up in the future that I'm anticipating, this wedding, and choosing to feel that way. I wanted to feel excited. So I kept going back to Jackie saying like, this is so exciting. You only get to do this once. Like, I hope you're so pumped because I wanted to feel that feeling and I wanted her to feel that feeling. It was a very conscious choice. And you've probably noticed this with yourself, whether it is leading up to a wedding or a big event, or maybe even a vacation, where you are planning this trip, let's just say it's to Hawaii with your significant other, and it's been a long time since you've been on a vacation, and you're so pumped about this trip, and you're booking the restaurants or the excursions like the snorkeling, the you know the hike that you're going to take, or whatever it is, and you're just getting so excited about the trip that the planning and the enthusiasm anticipating the trip is, again, almost as exciting as the trip itself, right? Right? And that's a choice, a conscious choice that when we're in a season of anticipating something that we can choose to get excited. Another example of this is my husband, Cena, and I are looking for a house right now. We uh, have bought a lot of investment properties and now it's time for us to get a house. We're expanding our family this year and we're just really, really pumped about that. So we need a little bit more space. And we rent a, an apartment in downtown Denver right now. So we have been going to open houses out the wazoo. We've put offers in on houses that we've got beaten on. We have really just been trying to target, like, what is this perfect house? And at one point, I was in this season of so much excitement, like, what's going to be the house that we're going to move into? And this is going to be the first house that we buy for ourselves? And I was choosing to get excited in anticipation, not knowing what that house was going to be. Like, this is going to be the house that we have our baby in. Like, this is going to be so exciting. Like I was really getting pumped. And then somewhere along the way, I felt myself more so defaulting to anxiousness, Right. And sometimes we do that when we feel like we don't have a lot of control of an outcome that we're anticipating. So maybe for you, it's you're waiting to hear back about a job that you applied to or a promotion, or maybe your significant other is applying to a job and you're waiting to see if you guys will be moving to a different state, or you applied to a master's program, or you're trying to find a house, or maybe you're trying to get pregnant and you're on your fertility journey right now. So you're anticipating a future event Or a future outcome, and you're in that weird in between season, but you're getting really anxious. And truly, I believe you're choosing anxious. Because, like I just mentioned to you, with this whole house situation, I was choosing excitement at first. And then, after a few times of us just being like, where are we going to move? Like, our lease is almost up. We live in an apartment, and our lease is up in May. Like, what are we going to do? And I was starting to get really anxious, right? And What I've noticed has been really helpful for me when I'm feeling that I'm defaulting to anxiety instead of excitement, knowing that I get to choose that label, is to first give myself grace. Because as humans, we have to understand that If we feel a little bit beaten down, which I want to be really sensitive about this because there's a lot of you that listen into this podcast that tell me that you are struggling with fertility or even that you're in a tough season of navigating like your career right now where you can't seem to find the job that fits for you and you feel like you're getting beaten down or you've put in a lot of offers on houses and you're trying to find that house or whatever it may be. And I understand why our brain defaults to wanting to protect us and not allowing us to get as excited because we're telling ourselves the story that if we get too excited, then that contrast from excitement to not getting what we want, that letdown, that that contrast is so big that we can't handle it, especially if you've been going through this process of waiting to hear an outcome and been in this anticipation season for a really long time. I get it. Trust me, I get it. And I know for some of you, this is a real thing right now that's weighing on you so much harder than me just trying to find a house. But what I have noticed is when I catch myself in that thought pattern, I give myself grace, but I also recognize it's not super helpful. Because you know that thing that we do where we like to pre-stress or worry or get anxious about a future outcome that we don't even know what the outcome is yet because we think that somehow that pre-stress is going to prepare us to be more equipped to handle that future outcome if it's not desirable. You know what I mean? Like, we get ourselves stressed out now and we worry about things now. And then we think, well, if I worry about it now, then when it happens, if it doesn't go the way that I want, then it's not going to hurt as bad. I have never found that to be true, honestly. And, you know, what I've found has been really helpful for me in those seasons is to take the thing that I'm waiting on, that I'm anticipating, and play it out to the worst case scenario right? You don't really have to do this when it's a wedding or a vacation or something that you're really excited about or an event or, you know, a girl's trip that you're looking forward to. But when it's an outcome that you feel like you don't have as much control over, I found for my brain, for it to be helpful for me to give myself the grace to go all the way to the worst case scenario just once so I don't have to sit in it or like linger in this weird in-between stage. So what I do is, let's take this house example, okay? So yes, We don't technically know where we're going to live after our lease is up. It's up May 21st. After that, we technically don't know where we have to, where we're going to live. Okay. Not that huge of a problem, especially when I play it out to the worst case scenario. Like, okay, what's the absolute worst case scenario that could happen? Well, I realized when I played it out to the worst case scenario and tried to give myself a concrete plan, I recognized we could stay in our apartment. Yes, we would have to go month to month, and that would be more expensive. But when we reached out to the leasing office and we recognized, because I wanted to get a real tactical plan that could help calm my anxiety of like, ah, we don't have a place to live, I reached out to the leasing department and realized it's actually not that much more expensive for us to go month to month. So the worst case scenario is that we go month to month and we just keep looking for the house that we're excited about. And Obviously, that's not that bad of a worst-case scenario. We can totally handle it. And What I noticed is as soon as I had an action plan, although that's not the desired plan, that's not what we want to do. We want to find a house as we grow our family this year, Um, but if we don't find one right away, it takes a little bit of pressure off of it, so then I can go back to this excitement of the anticipation. I can go back to this feeling that I want to feel, which is excited about this future outcome what type of house are we going to find? Where are we going to live? That's going to be where our baby like takes its first steps and like, oh, like we're so excited, right? So All of those things, I think like we have to recognize how much we actually can control with the thoughts that we're thinking. And I know some of you, maybe you specifically, are navigating a really tough season of anticipating or you've been waiting for a really long time to find that perfect job or to hear that news that you're pregnant or whatever it is that you're navigating through. And my heart goes out to you if you've just been in this season for a long time. But the only thing that we can control ever is our thoughts. There are a lot of outcomes that we desire that sometimes we can't control, but the only thing that we can control always is our thoughts, which then drive our emotions, which is literally how we feel day-to-day in pursuit, because we're always going to be in different seasons where we're anticipating an outcome or waiting for something that's upcoming, and we get to choose the feeling that we want to feel. and. You know, like I mentioned, I understand that if you've been in a season of anticipation or waiting for a long time, that your brain is trying to protect you because our brains are wired for certainty. And sometimes when we're anticipating an outcome, we do tell ourselves that if we get really stressed or we get really anxious, somehow that's going to protect us or that's going to qualify us more to be equipped to handle a future outcome. But that really doesn't actually make sense. Girl, I just had to pop in here real quick and thank our sponsor of today's podcast because if you don't know about this company, you need to know about this company. I literally reached out to them as the first sponsor of the show because I have been using their products for years, and I just needed you to know about them. Plus, they give you a sweet discount. If you're not familiar with Organifi, they have an entire line of supplements, organic superfood blends, plant-based nutrition. They have high-quality ingredients, but they also taste really freaking good, and they're at a great price point, which to me is like the ultimate trifecta. But two specific products I wanted to tell you about that you've gotta check out. One is the Organifi Pure. This is basically like a little like lemon packet, stirred in with water. I like to have it in the afternoon for a little productivity boost, like just a little caffeine free pep in my step because I, for one, am not drinking caffeine at 3 p.m. because I need to sleep really good, but it helps you focus because the combo of ingredients, which is like coffee, fruit, apple cider, vinegar, digestive enzymes, coconut water, aloe vera, all of it together it tastes really good. But that combo helps promote and support what's called your brain derived nootropic factors, your BD. BDNF levels. And obviously I Googled this when I was like, why in the world does this help me focus so much? And I had to learn more about this. But BDNF is a neuroprotein associated with learning and memory. And there are clinical studies that show that BDNF literally helps your brain wire new connections. And I don't know about you, but I love feeling alert, but I'll also take all of the brain connections that I can get. So honestly, check out Organifi Pure and then DM me and let me know what you think because it's just so freaking good. The other product is the Organifi Green Juice. So I honestly wrote off green juices for a really long time because so many of them taste like you're licking grass and I do not wanna plug my nose and chug something like I'm at a frat party, I'm 33 years old, I'm not doing that crap anymore. But when I tried Organifi's, I was like, holy crap, I can just stir this in with water and a few ice cubes and it is bomb. I'll drink it in the morning Just on an empty stomach to kind of reset my system, or I'll actually just take a scoop of it and mix it in with the protein, and it's so freaking good. It's got moringa, chlorella, spirulina, ashwagandha, and it helps balance out cortisol, as in like one of your stress hormones, and that is so freaking important. That's really important for me to focus on, especially moving into baby making season and all of that. So, Truly, check out Organifi's products if you go to Organifi.com slash Keisha and use code Keisha, K-A-C-I-A, for um, 20% off for, of any of their products. Check out the pure, check out the green juice, check out the protein. Ooh, their chocolate gold is really good too. The only product I don't like is their red juice, but that's just because I don't like the taste of beets, but Cena really loves their red juice. So honestly, Organifi.com, that's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com slash Keisha. Code Keisha gets you 20%. Now, without further ado, let's dive back into the show. And also, all of this worrying and stress just makes us go through stress twice if we do get an undesired outcome, right? All the stress that you're thinking right now and all the cortisol spikes that you might be giving yourself, and then you end up finding out that you don't get the desired outcome, you don't get the job, or you don't get the positive pregnancy test, or you don't find out the thing that you you got into the school that you were applying to, or whatever it is, that like you're going to be let down. And that's part of life is we're going to have letdowns, but you don't have to choose to get let down proactively to prepare you for a future letdown. You know what I mean? I hope you're picking up what I'm putting down because I just, I care so much about you falling in love with the pursuit of where you want to go even in the hard times, I'm always going to try and get myself to default to something that feels better because it's the only thing that we can control is the thoughts that we're actually thinking because we're the person that we're going to spend every second wave of every single day for the rest of our lives, right? So when we're creating anxiety now by anticipating future anxiety, or we're creating certainty, or we're digging at our own confidence now, or we're worrying so much, we're literally saying that we're betting a future version of us can't handle it. And our number one job is to be on our own team. I talk a lot on this podcast about building confidence and I talk often about this bucket analogy that every single time that you show up and keep a promise to yourself, it's like you're putting a deposit into your confidence bucket, Plop, plot, 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 plot for sake of this analogy, right? Well, when you're betting that a future version of you can't handle something, you're literally depleting all of your confidence. You're literally just taking your bucket and you're flipping it over and you're just saying, nope, I don't think a future version of me can handle this. Trust yourself that a future version of you can handle whatever the outcome is and in pursuit while you're waiting or anticipating that you can handle this and you can choose a better thought and a better emotion and a better feeling leading up to this. Because as humans, we are gifted this beautiful imagination and right now, if you're not imagining future excitement, but you're instead imagining future fear, you're you're then creating the emotions that you're feeling in this moment. Because just like we mentioned in the beginning, when I was anticipating the excitement with Jackie about her wedding or anticipating a trip that you might be going on, you're literally choosing that this is going to be so freaking fun that I'm going to get the outcome that I want. Or you're applying to that job and you're anticipating that you're going to get that job and who are you going to be celebrating with? And this is going to be so awesome. You're letting yourself feel positive feelings now and hopefully positive feelings then Even if you're wrong, even if it doesn't go the way that you planned, you still get to feel those positive feelings now that you would not get to feel if you chose to get anxious and worry. So try that idea of going to the worst case scenario in your head so that you can get a tactical plan because I've noticed that it's almost like you spiral downwards and then you bounce back up, right? Because you're like, okay, I'm not going to stay down here for, for long because the likelihood of the worst case scenario happening is slim, right? And I actually believe that things don't typically work out the way that we plan. They often work out even better. And that's my little like optimism lens that I go through life with. But I always try to remind myself that it's either this or something better, That mantra over and over again has helped with the house buying decision. It's helped with me in different seasons of my business where I'm just like trying things out and it's just not working and I feel like I'm stumbling, right? Or I'm trusting that every season is still serving me and that anticipation season even serves me. For example, last year I talked a lot about on the podcast about a really like hard time in my husband and I's marriage. It was literally right at the beginning of our marriage. We had been together for 13 years and then we got married. My husband had just left dentistry. He also had just lost his dad. It was just like such a season of, like we both were dealing with a lot of anxiety that came up from that and it was just so unstable and we were really confused about what we were doing and he was really confused career-wise and it was just resulting in a lot of just like friction and tension in our relationship that for the last 13 years didn't have a ton of friction and tension. And I was freaking out about it. But I, even in that season, while it was hard to navigate, I remember telling myself, like, you are in control of the narrative as you're waiting for him to figure this out, as you're waiting to get through this season. The thoughts that you're thinking, you are responsible for those thoughts because they drive your emotions. So if you're feeling anxious or you're feeling mad or you're feeling frustrated, let's actually take inventory of the thoughts that you're thinking because even in anticipation season where you're waiting or you feel like you're just getting hit in the face by a two by four and like things are not going your way, you still get to learn something there. You still build grit and resilience and resourcefulness and potentially if it has a like something to do with a relationship in your life, whether it's a friend or a significant other or a family member and you're going through a lot of resistance, that can also be a really incredible opportunity to build a deeper connection. If my husband, Sina, and I had not had that like turbulence at the very beginning of our marriage, literally the first six months of our marriage, and had to figure out a lot of things of how to even communicate better than we already had before and really understand each other on a deeper level, I don't think that we would be at this season in our marriage where things feel so exciting, especially as we're moving into this new chapter of wanting to start a family. So it all does work for you even when it doesn't feel like it. And I know sometimes that's hard to hear when you're in it. And some things are just really shitty and just really hard. And my heart goes out to you if that's what you're anticipating is just like, oh, more bad news or something like that. But it is recognizing like you've got one shot here. So in pursuit or in the waiting or in the in-between, let's control what we can, like your thoughts about it, right? And when you... Feel the feelings of being afraid or unsure or nervous. Like, let's not beat ourselves up about those emotions. Like, you can feel those feelings. Those feelings are totally valid. You can have something suck. You can have a negative emotion. You can cry. You can do one of those ugly cries where your snot and mascara gets together and you're, like, sitting on your bathroom floor. You can have those moments when you're waiting. Like It doesn't mean that you can't have a bad day or an off moment and that you always have to be excited and positive. That's not realistic, nor is that actually what I would ever want for you or for myself because often we think we want to be happy and excited all the time, but as humans, we want the full contrast of the human experience. We want the highs and the contrasting lows because the lows teach us things and they make the highs even more fulfilling. You don't want to just go through life on cruise control, always feeling the same emotions, but... You can feel those feelings, but you can also do a little like remix on the story that you're telling yourself while you're in this waiting anticipation season. For example, I'm afraid it won't work out, but I believe in my ability to find the silver lining or the lesson in pursuit, right? You can be afraid that it might not work out the way that you planned, but you can also see that the process or this season of waiting still serves you because it can teach you something that you couldn't possibly learn. If it happened instantly, even though we live in this instant gratification, Amazon Prime culture where we're socialized to believe that if we get things more quickly, it's better. That's not always the case because we can learn things that we couldn't learn otherwise unless we have those waiting seasons. Or for example, if you're anticipating you're starting something new or you're about to give a presentation and you're going to suck at it, you like can totally feel the feelings. It's completely valid to feel scared or fearful. You can feel scared that you're going to suck at that thing. But you can also tell yourself in this waiting in between season before that presentation or before that first keynote speech that you're doing or whatever, you can tell yourself, the only way that I get better is by putting my reps in. Just do a little remix on the story that you're telling yourself. Of course, you can be afraid that you're going to suck. Or you can be afraid if you're doing something for the first time. But the only way to get better is with those reps. Also, if you're stressed about what's coming, right? You can feel stressed, again, a totally understandable emotion. Like, let's not beat ourselves up if we're feeling negative emotions because all emotions are welcome. That's part of being human. But you can say, I'm stressed about what's coming, but I also am as prepared as I can be. And I've played out a few options in my head that will work even if they're not my favorite option. You've played out that worst-case scenario, Prove to yourself that you can handle that. And honestly, the worst-case scenario is sometimes not even that bad when you actually take a second to play it out. You can be stressed, you can be anxious, but you can also still choose to give yourself a game plan to lessen some of that anxiety or fear or stress that's coming up because you have been through tough things in your life. You've been through plenty of anticipation seasons. You have worried about things that never even actually ended up happening. And right now, you might be in a perfect opportunity to bet on future you. Regardless of the outcome, you can handle it. You will learn something or you will get the outcome that you want. Always. And you can recognize that the feelings that you're choosing to feel while you're waiting or anticipating something happening are your choices. Are your choices to make? Are you going to get excited about something? Knowing that you get to feel that excitement now and hopefully feel that excitement when you get the outcome that you want or the event happens or whatever it is, and you get to feel it twice. Or are you choosing to feel anxious and stressed and worried and get in your head now thinking that somehow that's going to protect you when we've already discussed that it probably won't help, right? You get this imagination from being a human, this beautiful imagination. So instead, why don't we recognize that you always get to choose what you're imagining and use that imagination for good. Remind yourself that you're building a skill right now that can never be taken away from you. The ability to better control your thoughts, which then help you ask better questions and results in better emotions and actions and the ability to create more powerful stories that serve you. This season is not one to wish away. This season matters. You've got this. I'm rooting for you. And I'll talk to you soon, girl.